This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. We need to know what happened to our father. The extraordinary TV commercial that ran during last night's Dancing with the Stars. Do you know who did this or if Carol Baskin was involved? Targeting the Tiger Queen. Then, chaos at the house made famous on the TV show Jersey Shore. Thousands packed the street. Can this turn into a pandemic super spreader event? You regret that it happened in your place? And run on air filters. Totally empty. How to build your own air purifier. What you'll need is a box fan like this one and an air filter. Plus, the hero deputy. Can you believe she used to be a librarian? Then, sex offenders set free because of COVID-19. Have some of them vanished into thin air? Where we found them. You believe you're a danger to the community still, sir? And TV sports reporter. He likes the effort and toughness. Shamed over what she wore covering her first Monday night football game. Plus, the mystery of the photo booth strip. Lost for 13 years. Wait till you see how she tracked down the father and daughter. Me and my dad, we always like making silly faces. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. It was a first on Dancing with the Stars, a commercial running during the show questioning if one of the contestants was involved in a missing persons case. That's just what happened to Tiger King's Carol Baskin after the family of her missing ex-husband paid to run an ad during the season premiere. Megan Alexander has details. We need to know what happened to our father. It's the shocking commercial that ran during the season premiere of Dancing with the Stars, and it took aim at the show's most controversial cast member. Here is Carol Baskin. Last night, Tiger King star Carol Baskin clawed her way across the stage in her debut dance to Eye of the Tiger. At the same time, the family of her husband, millionaire Don Lewis, who vanished without a trace 23 years ago, appeared in this jaw-dropping commercial. I'm Gail, one of Don Lewis's daughters. We are a real family, and to us, he was daddy. I'm Linda, one of Don Lewis's daughters, and we miss our dad. His family deserves answers. They deserve justice. Do you know who did this or if Carol Baskin was involved? Don Lewis's daughters say their former stepmother has withheld information since the day their dad went missing. They're offering a $100,000 reward to find, quote, who murdered him. I spoke to their attorney, John Phillips, who also appeared in the commercial. What inspired the family to air this commercial? This has never been done before. People are going to be watching, especially in the Tampa market. Let's reach them. Let's let them know that, yeah, we've got these shenanigans going on in this dance show, 
But at the core, there's still a there's still a family that's missing their daddy. Their ad ran in Jacksonville and in Tampa, where Carol Baskin owns Big Cat Rescue Sanctuary. The ads cost them sixty five hundred dollars total. The amount of money we spent uh, was well served in the long run. The phone immediately started ringing. Baskin has repeatedly denied any involvement in her husband's disappearance. As for Baskin's Paso Doble debut performance, she received the lowest scores of the night with just 11 points out of 30. The first elimination from the ballroom will happen next week. Now the house made famous by Jersey Shore. And it's in the news now because it's the site of a potential super spreader of COVID-19. Thousands of partiers making no attempt at social distancing and most not wearing masks. All packed together at a party organized by a group of YouTube pranksters known as the Nelk Boys. Then, as Les Trent reports, the cops showed up. A massive crowd gathered outside the notorious beach house made famous on the reality TV show, Jersey Shore. You laughed at me for no reason. Forget about masks and social distancing. Now there are fears it could turn into a pandemic super spreader event. The multitude was drawn to the house by this video posted on social media by the popular YouTube personalities, the Nelk Boys. Things got out of control pretty quickly. The Nelk Boys have been under fire for throwing huge parties at college campuses across the USA in defiance of the ongoing pandemic. Last night on the Jersey Shore, the Nelk Boys were ordered to leave the house. We're getting kicked out of our house. And we're getting kicked out of the Jersey Shore house, right? Get out of here, guys. Are we actually getting kicked out? Time to go. I spoke with Seaside Heights Mayor Anthony Vaz. What's your reaction to what happened here yesterday? I'm very, very annoyed. Frustrated at the owner because he was told several days in advance that this possibly can happen. The six-bedroom house is available online to rent by the night at the cost of $2,600. Today, I caught up with the home's owner immediately after he left a meeting with City Hall officials. You regret that it happened in your place? Hell yeah, I regret this happened. I am responsible. It's, it is my fault that this happened and got out of control. YouTube temporarily banned the Nilk Boys from making money from their channel, saying they were, quote, creating a widespread public health risk. Now the hero deputy who worked to save her partner despite her own injuries. And before she became a heroic cop in Los Angeles, she was a librarian. That's right. Stephen Fabian with more on this inspiring woman. America is in awe over the female deputy who, despite being shot in the jaw and covered in blood, has one mission, to do what she can to save the life of her partner. She applies a tourniquet to stop his bleeding and stays on the lookout in the event the shooter who ambushed them as they sat in their patrol car returns. She's uh, has a six-year-old boy, and uh, so it's uh, yeah. She's a, a mother first, and you could see her instincts of taking care of her partner on full display. We're learning more about 31-year-old Claudia Apollinar. Get this: she used to be a librarian, but she switched careers and graduated from the police academy last year. She's only been on the job 14 months. Claudia Apollinar. Have you ever heard of a librarian becoming a police officer before? 
not a librarian. I've, I've seen a lot of teachers, for example, uh, nursing staff. That's a little more unique one, for sure. The suspect and his accomplice remain on the loose. A $200,000 reward is being offered. And now the L.A. Sheriff is challenging NBA star LeBron James to match the reward. He has made a lot of comments about this. We want him to be able to channel that in a very productive way, which is to bring that reward money up higher to entice people to participate. And if they know something, say something. The Lakers star has not yet responded. By the way, the L.A. County Sheriff's Office released that footage of the wounded deputies only after they got approval from their families. If you're having trouble breathing, you're not alone. The governor of California says the air in his state right now is like smoking 20 packs of cigarettes. And it's not just on the West Coast. Smoke from those wildfires has now traveled thousands of miles across the country. So how can you be sure your air is safe? Well, with air purifiers disappearing from store shelves, Jim Murray tells you how you can do it DIY. The city of Portland now has the worst air quality on the planet. And the air is nearly suffocating. Health officials today issued this stark warning. No one should be outside. Right up there with Portland, the cities of Seattle, San Francisco, and Los Angeles are among the worst in the world due to the wildfires raging in the West. <laughs> Everyone is scrambling to buy air purifiers, and in many locations, the shelves are bare. Everything is gone. But did you know you can actually build your own? What you'll need is a box fan like this one and an air filter. This is a MERV 12 air filter for an air conditioner. I picked it up at a local hardware store. The thicker the better because it traps more particles. You just attach it to the front of the fan using masking tape. And that way when you turn on the fan, the air is filtered through and cleaned. Dr. Alexandria Harold lives in downtown Portland. So I have one in my bedroom. She's made several of these so-called MacGyver air filters and has placed them all around her home. It's made a huge difference. It is really, really important to try to stay indoors, limit going outside. UCLA Medical Center pulmonologist Dr. Reza Ronagi recommends sealing your windows and doors with duct tape. Also, place damp towels under doors where polluted air might leak in. Even the tiniest opening can lead to these particles coming inside and causing damage. Don't do anything that will increase the pollution inside your home. So avoid smoking, burning candles, and also vacuuming, which throws dust into the air. You want to make sure that you're not disrupting the air inside so that if any of these particles have made it inside, they're not going to start to you know, become airborne and for you to inhale them. Running a humidifier can help clean the air, but if you don't have one, run a hot steamy shower or boil a pot of water. Also, check the filter on your heating or air conditioning system. If it's dirty, replace it. Even if you don't live near the fires, the smoke may have blown into your town across the USA. You can check the air quality in your neighborhood using a personal air quality monitor like this one. Although they are in short supply, there are also apps that track the nation's air quality. Right now here in Los Angeles, the air is rated as unhealthy. So the best advice, don't go outside unless you really have to. And take a look at this weather map. It shows how Hurricane Sally is now expected to make landfall in Mississippi early Wednesday morning, then predicted to move northeast through Alabama. Take a look at the map if you're in the path. Please do what you need to now to stay safe. 
When the COVID-19 pandemic began, corrections institutions around the country made the call to release thousands of nonviolent offenders to stop the spread of the virus behind bars. The community, it was said, would never be in danger. Well, Inside Edition has learned that convicted sex offenders were also released. And you might be surprised to see where we found some of them. Amber Cagliano reports. These seven violent sex offenders were freed early during the pandemic, a move vehemently opposed by the Orange County, California District Attorney. These were some of the worst of the worst sex offenders. It's happening across the country. Here on Manhattan's family-friendly Upper West Side, 18 sex offenders, including several child rapists, were actually moved from homeless shelters into this boutique hotel because of COVID-19 fears, just a block away from a playground. And outside Rochester, New York, the scene of so much turbulence this summer, several sex offenders were released from jail and moved to a Holiday Inn. Yup, a Holiday Inn. And no one even bothered to tell the local police chief. They were released into my neighborhood and I wasn't notified and I was concerned for my family. So I can imagine what everybody else was too. After intense outrage, the Department of Corrections moved the sex offenders out of the Holiday Inn. So where'd they go? Well, we found this guy, Jose Luis Fletcher, living in an apartment building in Rochester. Fletcher is a level three offender, deemed the highest risk to reoffend. He was convicted of raping two children. We observed him in his new neighborhood, running errands, hauling furniture, and working at a shuttered house in Rochester. Hauling junk out of this rundown house. House, it looks like. Inside Edition you investigative producer like Charlie McElravey tried to speak with him. Do you think you're still a risk to the community, sir? Is there anything you'd like to say? Leave me alone. Then there's Larry Maurice Nicholson. Because of the pandemic, the convicted rapist and murderer was set free in March, something Monmouth County, New Jersey prosecutor Christopher Gramaccioni tried to stop. We are arguing that Larry Nicholson poses a risk to the community. By law, Nicholson is required to register as a sex offender for the rest of his life. But once out, Nicholson went off the grid, failing to register. There is Nicholson out for a walk with his dog. But we tracked him down to a house in the quaint town of Asbury Park, New Jersey, where he routinely strolls the neighborhood. I'd like to know why you haven't registered as a sex offender. Uh, I did register. You did register? When? Yes, I did. You're not on the registry. I am on the registry. Where? Which, that's simply not true. Some people feel like you still might be a danger to the community. What do you have to say about that? After we alerted local authorities, Nicholson was charged for failing to register as a sex offender. He was later released pending a grand jury review. Next, TV sports reporter. He likes the effort and toughness. Shamed over what she wore covering her first Monday night football game. Plus... The mystery of the photo booth strip. Lost for 13 years. Wait till you see how she tracked down the father and daughter. Me and my dad, we always like making silly faces. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. She's an accomplished sports reporter. And when a radio host commented on her Monday night football attire, she let him have it. I spoke to him earlier this week and he talked It about was the first NFL game of her career, but this ESPN sideline reporter got shamed for what she wore. 
Reporter Maria Taylor's outfit was a fashion-forward take on the leather motorcycle jacket. She looked great, but a Chicago radio host, Dan McNeil, posted this nasty tweet. NFL sideline reporter or a host for the AVN, Adult Video News Annual Awards presentation? Taylor wasted no time hitting back, calling the remark sexist and misogyny. Hey, ladies, remember, you can wear whatever you feel confident in. Good evening. Thank you for joining us. And Two don't dare tell this TV anchor what to wear. My body is not for consumption. It's not up for debate. Debate my brain. Don't debate my boobs. Corey Sidaway wore a simple white blouse on a recent broadcast. It showed a tad bit of cleavage. No big deal, right? That's all for us tonight, folks. Well, after she signed off, she got an email from a viewer that showed a screenshot of what she wore, as well as a photo of another woman in a different blouse. Corey, who anchors local news in Vancouver, Canada, read the offensive email to Inside Edition. Breaking news. Uh, Too much cleavage can break your news story. Don't let it happen to you. Attached are two photos, what you think we see and what we actually see. Dress appropriately. It was hard work to get there. Thanks, Vancouver Island Cleavage Patrol. My jaw just was on the floor. I couldn't believe someone went to the time to do that. Corey is now receiving tons of support from other women broadcasters. And to prove her point, she wore the same outfit on air again. I thought I looked lovely. You go, girl. That's great. When we come back, the photo strip mystery. Who is this mugging for the camera? Could a woman who found an old photo strip tucked away in a book find the people in the pictures? Most people would say no way, but this lady is not most people. Most weekends, you'll find high school teacher Emma Smirker burrowing through used bookstores in her hometown of Oklahoma City. One day, she found quite a discovery tucked between the pages. A photo strip of a man and a young girl, presumably his daughter. I immediately zoomed in on their faces. and It broke my heart to think that this memory was lost and they didn't have it anymore and it just became my mission from that point on to see if I could try to reunite them with this photograph. So Emma turned private eye. She posted the photo all over social media. There were several clues to work with. The logo on dad's shirt. The logo was actually a a golf course in California and I thought hey golfers you might recognize him. No luck. I've had a lot of people tell me you know I would have just given up after a couple of months I would have just said nah okay I'm not gonna find him that's it but I just I couldn't I just couldn't let it go their faces were just in my brain. Emma kept at it. A local TV station in San Antonio Texas ran a story about Emma's quest. It just caught me by surprise I happened to be watching the news late at night and Lo and behold, there was a picture of Tom and Sophia on there. Yep, there they are, Tom and Sophia Marr. Look familiar? Way back in 2007, the Marr family was vacationing in Santa Cruz, California, when they stopped by an amusement pier. It was during that vacation that Tom Marr and his four-year-old daughter, Sophia, stepped into a photo booth and mugged for the camera. Me and my dad, we always like making silly faces. Yep, 13 years later, here's Sophia, now 17. So, how'd the photo go missing? Turns out Mom Maria had been using the photo strip as a bookmark and forgot it had been tucked inside when they sold the stack of books to a used bookstore. Had absolutely no idea that we had accidentally lost the photo. They reached out to Emma on Instagram. My heart started racing and she basically said, 
this is insane, but that's my husband and that's my daughter. And they sent me the most adorable photos of them recreating the silly faces that they had in the photo strip. And I was, I was blown away. Now the big moment. Come on in. Perfect. A precious family memento. All right. Lost, found, and returned after all these years. They're all good at funny faces. When we come back, baby loves ice cream. Finally sharing is caring. Baby loves ice cream. <laughs> hey, leave some for great granny. Baby wants more. <laughs> and that is Inside Edition for today. Thanks for watching. See you tomorrow. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. Get one of the most successful broadcasts in television history on your schedule with the 60 Minutes podcast. Hard-hitting investigative reports, news, and culture maker interviews and in-depth profiles are waiting for you in every episode. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings early and ad-free on Wondery Plus.